This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. A warm welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. One of the world's biggest tech trade shows is underway in Taiwan. And one of the hottest draws this year the metaverse. Although the expo is holding in-person events for the first time in two years, as Heimei Ocon reports, it's the virtual offerings which are turning heads. This is the biggest tech and computer trade show in Asia, and it's holding its first in-person expo in two years. In a normal year, 40,000 visitors would show up for the annual event. But this year, there are only 7,000 people who have come here in person. So uh, the biggest difference for this year comparing to the previous years, I think is the online and hybrid format, of course, uh, because we have a lot of uh, visitors who could not unable, uh, unable to be in Taiwan. Organizers canceled the Computex trade show in 2020. They introduced an online component last year. Businesses hoped that the return of the physical event this year would attract more visitors. But international participants like Mustafa Tiara Pare say that online events have become the new normal. We, we just get some kind of a big number of a lot of like uh, infection and it's kind of uh, scaring but I can say we have to we have to face life and the lives need to keep going. One way to keep things going is to venture into the metaverse, a place where people can interact using augmented and virtual reality. It can help companies reach customers who are still held back by pandemic restrictions. I'm here at this virtual grocery store to see how this will enable people to shop for fruits and vegetables and even grab a cup of coffee in the virtual world, all with a wave of your hand. This is what you can see while you're wearing the glasses. You can highlight an item in the shop by just looking at it and then swipe it to put it in your shopping cart. You can get a complete shopping experience all without even leaving your home. And this application could breathe new life into work functions as well. Experts say that by the end of this year, the metaverse will be valued at 47 billion U.S. dollars. You might assume it's just a short-term success driven by the pandemic. But analysts say the metaverse is here to stay. They're predicting the industry will expand into a $670 billion market by the end of the decade. Rick Yi, Eugene Huang, and Jaime Okan for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan reported almost 95,000 cases of COVID-19 on Friday. The country's health minister has raised the alarm over an uptick in deaths from the latest outbreak. And he says a surge in cases is likely to continue for up to two months. John Van Tries has this report. It's being called a warning. Taiwan's health ministry had hoped to keep the death toll at 0.1 percent. That's one for every 1,000 COVID cases. But this week, that was breached. On Thursday, for the first time, the daily death rate surpassed 100. The health minister says Taiwan's COVID surge has flattened out into what he calls a plateau stage, with new daily case numbers holding steady in the tens of thousands. He expects things to stay like this for the next one to two months. And while he doesn't believe predictions that this surge will infect 40% of Taiwan's people, he does think it will affect a large part of the population.
，四成我相信不可能了哈。那三成的可能性高不高？不能说完全没有。那你现在的到现在的高原大概在八九万，你这样的一个速度来看，哈，大概我想大概是十五趴哈，或者到二十趴，可能是这一波疫情的一个上限。That will mean the death toll is likely to tick upwards. Now and in fact,、uh, deaths, the counting of them. Lags about two to four weeks behind the counting of cases because it takes time for someone to test and worsen and hospitalize. The government is taking steps to help vulnerable people catch COVID early. These include children under six, a group not eligible for vaccines. Early detection will mean early treatment, and authorities hope as they continue to ease restrictions, it could stop preventable deaths. Patrick Chen and John Van Trieste for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan's government on Thursday unveiled a COVID-19 relief plan worth nearly 1.2 billion U.S. dollars. The majority of the money will go towards subsidizing workers and businesses in affected industries like food and beverage and cultural centers. Taiwan's National Development Council says it will also offer domestic travel subsidies to boost the tourism industry. Last year, the government spent nearly 29 billion U.S. dollars on pandemic measures that include. Subsidies and stimulus checks. Heavy rainfall over the past week has led to a number of road closures in Taiwan. Landslides have blocked some mountain roads in Ilan County in the northeast. Authorities also closed parts of the Southern Cross Island Highway as a precaution. It connects the southern city of Gaoshong to Taidong County on the east coast. The rainfall is expected to ease on Friday evening, but the so-called plum rain season will last until mid-June. A high-level Taiwan delegation is in Lithuania, seeking to expand economic ties with the Eastern European country. The Taiwanese contingent is led by the Deputy Economics Minister. During the three-day visit, they will discuss collaborations in high-tech sectors that include semiconductors and lasers. Trade between Taiwan and Lithuania has grown by more than 30% in the past year. The Baltic state has come under pressure from China over its warming. Relations with Taiwan. It's faced backlash, in particular, for its decision to allow a representative office with the word Taiwanese in its title. Its other country, in other countries, Taipei is used as it doesn't conflict with China's policy that Taiwan is not a sovereign nation. To find out more about what's expected out of the trip, our reporter James Chater spoke to Mata Shimanchek from Central European Institute of Asian Studies. It is quite important, in a sense, when you look on the relationship as one of the strategic ones that the Taiwan currently has、uh, in in Europe. Of course, Lithuania is among the three、uh, pro-Taiwanese champions in、uh, the in the European Union, specifically in Central and Eastern Europe, alongside with the Czech Republic and、uh, Slovakia. With of course、uh, Taiwan,、uh, with of course Lithuania being the the country that has、uh, pretty much taken、uh, one of the bolder steps in solidifying its relationship. With Taiwan, so so in this sense, it's quite important that、uh, the trip is happening.、Uh, of course, Taiwan is, is signaling that it is still committed to developing the relationship with Lithuania significantly, especially in the economic、uh, in the economic sphere. The, the Taiwanese delegation has also stopped in Brussels to visit EU officials. Is there any sense in which you think the level of support for Taiwan that we've seen from countries like Lithuania is taking hold in other countries now? 
It certainly is, uh, you know, that this this wave of newfound support for Taiwan, it started already in 2019 with the Czech Republic actually uh, being among the first, then Lithuania came, came in a little bit later, Slovakia as well, uh, but other countries are also, you know, uh, finding, looking at the opportunities uh, before the recent uh, parliamentary elections, Slovenia seemed to be the next one to take on um, take on this endeavor. However, we, will have, we have yet to see what the elections there uh, means for the future of this of this relationship because uh, the previous prime minister Yanis Yinsha was was un, unseated uh, and he had um, ideas about developing relations with Taiwan uh, and we have yet to see what the new governing coalition will do. Uh, however, these ideas that uh, the relationship could be pursued. Uh, a little bit more uh, is uh, found pretty much uh, in most of the EU countries. Japan is reopening its door to tourists next month for the first time since travel restrictions were imposed two years ago. From June 10th, tour groups will be allowed to return, although individual tourists will have to wait. Taiwan is among the 100 countries from which travelers will be welcomed without testing and quarantine. International flights to popular destinations Okinawa and Hokkaido will also resume. Since closing Japan to non-residents in 2020, foreign visitors have plummeted by 99.9%. The prestigious International Booker Prize has been awarded to an Indian author for the first time ever. Gitanjali Shri's novel was originally written in Hindi. She received the prize for her book titled Tomb of Sand. The award recognizes fiction from around the world that has been translated into English and published in the UK or Ireland. This is a bolt from the blue, but what a nice one. And I'm still reeling. I never dreamt of the booker and never thought I could. What a huge recognition. I'm amazed, delighted, honored, and humbled. One of Taiwan's biggest religious pilgrimages comes to an end after eight days with record attendance. The Bai Shatun Matsu procession is making its way to a temple in northern Taiwan's Miaoli County after traveling 400 kilometers to central Yunning County. The annual parade honors Matsu, the goddess of the sea. The event attracted over 90,000 registered participants. Thank you for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Inke Bat. For more stories from around Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.